Like, I've spent my whole life in the media. My dad was in the media. Like, that is a big part of the revelation that's changed my life is the media are part of the control apparatus. Like, there's no... Yeah, I know, I know. Because you're younger and smarter and you're like, yeah. Yeah. But what if you're me and you spent your whole life in that world? And to look around and all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow. Not only are they part of the problem, but I spent most of my life being part of the problem defending the Iraq war. Like, I actually did that. Can you imagine if you did that? Well, what do you think? What is one of your biggest regrets in your career? Oh, defending the Iraq war. That is it? Well, I've had a million regrets not being more skeptical calling people names when I should have listened to what they were saying. Look, when you, when someone makes a claim, there's only one question that's important at the very beginning, which is, is the claim true or not? Mm. So I say, you know, you committed murder or you rigged the last election before you attack me as a crazy person for saying that maybe you should explain whether you did it or not. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And for too long, I participated in the, culture where I was like, anyone who thinks outside these pre-prescribed lanes is crazy, is a conspiracy theorist. And I just really regret that. I'm ashamed that I did that. And, and partly it was age, partly it was the world that I grew up in. So when you, when you look at me and you're like, yeah, of course they're part of the means of control. I'm like, that's obvious to you because you're 28, but I just didn't see it at all, at all. And I'm ashamed of that. Isn't that what the media tries to do though? It, it's their only purpose. Right. They're not here to inform you. Really? Even on the big things that really matter, like the economy and war and COVID and like things that really matter that will affect you. No, their job is not to inform you. They are working for the small group of people who actually run the world. They're their servants. They're their Praetorian guard. And we should treat them with maximum contempt because they have earned it. Gender dysphoria of the type that you described is relatively rare. But if you leave kids alone till they're 19 or 18, 80 to 90% of them settle into their biological identity. Although about 80% of them are also homosexual in their orientation. The pathway for him before this was all politicized was you'd have a child who was gender non-conforming temperamentally, somewhat like you were. You didn't have a pattern of female interests and then prone to depression and anxiety. And then that combination would produce this gender dysphoria and that would become quite intense around the dawn of puberty. But if you just backed the hell off and waited, those kids would settle into their body, but generally adopt a homosexual orientation. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen. You are listening and watching Brett Keen. Yo, yes. Uh, Saturday, I'm going to be doing a live show with TTOR, not on my channel. We're going to be doing it hosting on some other websites that he is a part of. And we're going to be speaking of transgenderism transgenders and uh, some of his views and ideas about the matter. And, uh, it's probably gonna, there's probably going to be a lot of adult conversation that 
would be too much for YouTube to handle. That's one of the major reasons. TTOR and I have done a lot of really gritty live shows in the past. If you'd like to know when this is happening, you can uh, go to his channel, subscribe, and he'll probably announce it in his community section and talk a little bit about it or make a video talking about it. And uh, with his permission, I will most likely end up putting it on my uh, radio station in video format. That's right, folks. You can actually watch some of my videos and videos you've never seen that are not on YouTube on my radio station. Yeah, it's a system that's been working for the past year where people can um, not only listen to audio in their car or in their stereo system, because I play music, I talk, and I also host a lot of other users, atheists as well as religious people. And, um, it's good. So if you like rock and roll and you like, you know, slow music, heavy metal and all that kind of stuff, then you'd really dig my radio. I've been getting majorly into sponsors and uh, commercials and advertisement and all that kind of stuff as well. So if anyone out there wants to advertise their YouTube channel or you want to advertise something that you're doing, then we can talk. Just email me. My email is in the links in the description. Contact, yada, yada, yada. Well, now that we got that out of the way. Also, if you want to check out my merchandise, my books, my art, music, all that. All that links and information is in the description as well. Okay, so today I thought about sharing uh, some personal stories with you all. And... Um, Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I really had to kind of step back and reflect if I wanted to put something like this out on the internet with the way dishonest and ignorant ass people are who are constantly trying to start trouble or aggravate or take me out of context. This is one of those personal videos that uh, kind of make you a little anxious to talk about, but what the hell. So many of you may not know this. There's still people to this day who don't realize this, but I was born in 1976, um, right around Christmas time, December. I'm a Christmas child. Whenever I was a young boy, I used to find females as well as males very curious. I found it interesting. I was... When you're a child, you're trying to figure out your identity. You're trying to understand who you are and what your place is in the world. And it's not so much a, like a sexual thing. When you're a little boy, like I was, you weren't really thinking about sex. In fact, at the time, sex to me was, ew, gross. It wasn't something you talk about whenever you're a little kid. You pretty much thought about your cartoons that you were going to watch on TV, or you thought about the next time you were going to get an ice cream cone or go out to McDonald's and get a Happy Meal so you could get a little toy out of it. These are the kind of things that go through a kid's mind. But I also thought that aliens and neat stuff that I was seeing in the media was very interesting. The media was a lot different back then, though. The internet was much slower, and a lot of people at the time didn't have computers. If you were to get a computer back then, 
high definition wasn't even a choice. You had to get like a big giant box monitor. Computers were huge. They were slow. And on top of that, you were going through what is referred to as a phone dial-up. You know, you'd hear noise every time you tried to get on. Going from browser to browser um, meant a five-minute wait practically on everything. And uh, I don't think it was until I got older where I actually started getting a computer (laughs) in my teenage years to actually be able to do anything. I didn't even realize all the opportunities and neat stuff that you could do. But at the time, as a kid, I was trying to figure myself out. I was going through a lot of different things. I remember being shocked the first time I got my first wood. And what I mean by that is this is usually medically called a boner, an erection. Um, I remember the first time that happened and I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought, what the hell? Why is my, why am I popping a fucking tent like this? Why is this happening? I told you I was going to get really personal, and there's a reason for it. There is a moral to the story, ladies and gentlemen. I remember when I'd walk around in the store with my mother, I was very curious on why some people had breasts and why other people didn't. I didn't quite understand the whole difference between female and male at this time. And I know what some of you might think. That's so weird. How did you not know this or know that or know that even though you were a little boy? Well, back in my day, a lot of people didn't feel the desire to sit down with little children and explain a whole lot of shit to them. They kind of figured as I got older and the more developed I got, the more I would be able to understand and instinctively be able to figure out that I'm a boy These are girls, this is men, this is women, and where my role is in society, right? Well, my mother also would, she was very big on the holidays. We really liked Christmas, we liked Halloween, Easter, all the different fancy days. We were always uh, had this thing where... Back then, my grandmother, when there were Christmases, she would have these big-ass, you know, things where gifts were given out. For the longest time, there hasn't been anything like that in my family. We don't, like, go out and do all that kind of shit anymore. When I became a father, though, I tried to reinstate my grandma's traditions of making Christmas big and making sure my children have a bunch of gifts. But after my grandmother passed from cancer, all that shit kind of stopped. The family simply didn't want to hang out with each other anymore. And it was hard to have Christmases after the person who made Christmas what it was was now dead. During all this time, my body went through a lot of different metamorphoses. Whenever I was growing up with my mother and my father ended up leaving when I was about 13 years old, the income in the household went down majorly. And my mother and I were having a really hard time being able to get food, groceries, do all this stuff. And we ended up living in a lot of fucking slums. So 
my mother was more concerned on day-to-day, how are we going to survive type of basis as opposed to the kind of stupid shit that parents cry about nowadays. A lot of parents nowadays are wealthy, they have a lot of money, a lot of shit going for them, and then they get fucking bored and they want to irritate and aggravate and put all kinds of bullshit into their kid's head. Well, luckily, as well as unfortunately for me as a kid, my mother was more concerned about priorities like living, eating, paying the fucking rent, being able to survive as opposed to... You know, am I a little boy or am I a little girl? Should I be taken out to sit on the lap of drag queens and the kind of shit you see nowadays with parents and kids? My mother was a woman who was sick and she was basically broken by the world and by some of the events and experiences that had happened to her. So she had a lot of other things on her fucking mind besides trying to figure out if her little boy was a little girl or her little girl was a little boy and all that stupid shit that people talk about nowadays. I had this issue whenever I was a kid where whenever I looked in the mirror, I didn't like what I saw. I felt like I seen what other males looked like. I seen what other guys looked like. And I thought to myself, damn, I'm not muscular. I'm not strong. I'm not big. I was a little, little guy whenever I was a kid. And you would see these men aren't, video games as well as TV that were all buffed out like Arnold Schwarzenegger. When I was young, Sylvester Stallone and um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and all these men were considered the badasses of the male movement, basically. You had Rambo, The Predator, all these damn movies. So I'm looking at that and thinking, damn, I'm awfully feminine looking compared to those type of guys. That's what I... Some of the stupid shit that went through my head. I didn't realize that these were very rare looking type of guys and that they were, you know, their own people. But I just knew that this is what people looked up to as what a man is supposed to be. Then on top of it, you look at females being a little guy with hardly any muscles or protein intake going on. And you start thinking to yourself, well, Maybe this is what I was meant to be. Maybe I was meant to be a woman. Maybe I was meant to be a little girl and shit like that. I noticed very early in my life, before my grandmother died, I had this cousin, this female cousin that was very pretty. And she was the same age as me. She was only born a month before I was. And everybody treated her like a little princess. They treated her like she was just the greatest fucking thing since Wonder Bread. And I remember thinking to myself, how come I get so little attention? How come nobody spends time with me? Why is it that every time she fucking sneezes or fucking accidentally farts, everybody sees it as a big deal? Why is it that when she cries, everybody runs to her? And I loved my cousin, but at the same time, I was fucking envious of how young females got treated. Whenever I cried or I felt sad, people would say things like, oh, come on, boys don't cry, boys don't do this shit, and boys don't act that way. People back in the 80s and early 90s had this idea that if you were a man, you were supposed to be very masculine, you were supposed to be very tough, and that females were supposed to be the princesses and queens of the universe type of attitude. 
So, of course, when you're a little boy growing up through all that shit, you start thinking, damn, how much better it would be if you were a woman or a female. Everything seemed to be like that. And I remember hearing my father tell me when I would visit him from time to time, he'd say that women always win in the courts. They always win when it comes to divorces or child custody and shit, unless the man's super wealthy. And even then, the mothers usually always win. So I was given this idea from a very young age that females get more attention. They get more um, loving treatment as where men were automatically, from the moment they're born, set into a role where they have to be a warrior. They have to be the protector. Young boys have to be the protectors of their mother and their brothers and sisters and their siblings. Young men need to strengthen themselves and sharpen their blades and get ready to take on the fucking world and be the protector and guardian of these sweet little creatures called females. <laughs> That's the kind of shit that rolled around in my mind whenever I was a kid. Well... For a little while there, I fantasized about that idea. And why wouldn't I? Makes perfect sense. This is the way society was. And especially at around 14, 15 years old, I uh, started uh, getting what is referred to as an eating disorder. Ended up getting a little chunky and stuff. Now I was not only looking... You know, now I wasn't looking feminine, but now I was looking like a um, like a fat kid. And boy, oh boy, fat kids in school back in those days, they didn't have safe zones and all this sensitivity training and all this kind of bullshit. When you walked around in school wearing fucking shitty ass scrubs and being uh, overweight, uh, people immediately told you. They're like, my goodness, you are a fat fucking person, you know that? Uh, why don't you slow it down? Why don't you get some jogging? And, of course, you'd get laughed at, and some people pick on you and all that kind of shit. It is what it is. But to be fair, if you were a small person who didn't have a whole lot of muscles, you got picked on as well. Well, before my grandmother passed away, I'm just telling you that I went through a lot of different identity crises, trying to figure out my role in society. I got to see what it was like to be treated like a fucking asshole by people. I started uh, finding out that later on in my life, I started to get stronger. I started to get bigger. And then I went through a growth sprout where... I went from being very short to suddenly finding myself at six foot four, between six foot four and six foot five. A big fucking guy. And now I'm to the point where, at that point where I'm, I've got the whole mustache, the beard, I'm wearing leather coats. I'm looking like a fucking hard ass that looks like he drives a biker. And, of course, women started really taking notice of me and everything. It's like I went through some kind of weird spurt where everything changed from my consciousness, my personality, everything. I went from a little bitty weak-ass kid to a fucking beast. Beast mode, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm sure a lot of you probably had that happen, too. Where when you were little, when you were just a kid, 
you probably felt like you were as weak as fuck. You probably felt like you were out of place with a lot of people. And then suddenly you find over, you start to develop and you start to realize who you are and what you're fucking made of and how far you let people push you. Well, before all that happened, before Brett Keen became the badass motherfucker he was tended to be, I was a little boy who thought it was interesting, the difference between boys and girls. And I ended up trying a bunch of weird shit out. Think about this for a moment. This is a kid who likes Halloween and Christmas. This is a kid who is trying to figure himself out. There was a point in time where I ended up trying out on my women's, uh, my mother's women clothing. This is the personal part that I was a little uh, reflective about actually talking about that's given me some anxiety. <laughs> I thought it was weird that females had bras and panties, and I also noticed that my mother had these stocking-type things that go over the legs. I don't see very many women nowadays who actually wear it. It's like these nut things that go over the fucking legs. Not exactly sure what it is that they're called nowadays, but I seen that my mother wore a lot of different clothing than you would see guys wear. And I wondered what it felt like. I wondered what it was like. So I ended up putting some shit on while my mother was at work. I also tried on her makeup. This would not be the first time that I ended up putting on makeup. I started uh, at around 16. I got a girlfriend before I met the wo woman who would be my wife who thought it would be cute. She always would make comments about my eyelashes being really long. And I also sported long hair whenever I was a young man because I wanted to be a rock star. I wanted to be a musician. Well, the girl that I was going out with at the time, she liked to powder my face and do all kinds of shit where she made me out to look feminine. Now, I didn't do this because I was interested in being gay. There wasn't anything inside of me. There wasn't the slightest idea that I wanted to become a female or a woman in any kind of way. I just wanted to know what it was like to wear the clothing. I just wanted to know what it was like to sit there. And to be honest with you, some of you might think that this is perverted of me to say this, but when the girl was putting the shit on me and all that, when she first started doing this, her and I had not had sex or anything. And the idea of a young man, 16 years old, having a female all up on you, putting that makeup on you, I liked the way she smelled. I liked the way she felt while she was rubbing up against me. I'm just being honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. I had absolutely no interest in going out into the world and sticking my ass up in the air and becoming somebody's bitch. It was just the idea at the moment. The girl seemed like she was into doing what she was doing, and I thought it was comfortable putting the, the shit on, okay? I had a couple different moments like this in my life. But whenever I see what's happening nowadays, the reason why I bring all this weird shit up for you all to hear, the reason why I bring it up is because nowadays, when little boys get curious, or little girls, 
I'm sure there's little girls out there. They see boys getting neat toys. And I mean, boys do have our cool stuff. We've got our Transformers. We've got our Zelda. We've got our manly video games. We've got our manly toys. And I think that some little girls, they see that and they say, whoa, that's cool. Little girl looks at her shitty ass Barbie doll and says, fuck this. I want to become a a soldier one day. I want to like be in some kind of futuristic war with lasers and all that. Some females don't like the idea of being feminine. They, they'd rather be the tough lady. But society says that you can only, at least at that time period, says you can either be a big buff man or you have to be a really soft feminine like princess. There wasn't no other like roles where people, women were not looked at. If you were a woman who wanted to drive a truck, then you were called a butch or a dyke. You know, if you cut your hair off, then you were no longer looked at like a woman, but some kind of like anomaly or something. Some people even looked at it as ugliness. I'm not saying I did. I'm just telling you how fucking society looked at a lot of that different shit. So the point is, ladies and gentlemen, to put it frankly, as I tried different things. I was interested in seeing what it was like to be in the role of other people. I wanted to know what it was like to be like my mother. I wanted to know what it was like to be a girl. I wanted to know what it was like to be the tough buff man. I was trying to figure myself out physically and on a social psychological level. It's hard to explain when you're an adult and you look back at the dumb, stupid shit you used to do whenever you were a kid and you think, oh man, that was really stupid of me. Um, why did I do that? Why did I do this? But when I really reflect, I realize that I was just a person who was developing my frontal lobes. I was trying to figure myself out on a sexual level and um, that's just the way life is, I discovered. And that a lot of people go through the same shit. When you're a kid going through shit, you imagine to yourself that everybody else is different than you and that they couldn't possibly understand what you're going through or what you're thinking about. I know what it's like to be a child and look in the mirror and go, man, I just don't fucking add up. This isn't, this is shit right here. I should be so much better. And you actually tell yourself, man, I'd be so respected if I was wearing this type of clothes. Whether it's rich clothes like Adidas or Nike or whether it's women clothes. That's the kind of shit that goes through people's mind when they live in a society where everything's materialistic. When people are set in roles on how they ought to act and behave. I tried these things, but I never had the intention of being something like that permanently. In fact, at the time, I didn't even think it was possible. I just learned to live with who I was and say, you know what, this is who I am and I have to accept it. And then I did. And I learned to love myself and I learned to care about myself. I learned to realize that there was a lot about me that was special and important. And then I met the woman who would eventually be my wife. I would end up having children. And 
all that shit just became like dust and wind in the past. I'm not trying to like put it out there like I had some big fucking horrible problem or something. I'm telling you what it's like to be a kid whenever you're growing up. Nowadays, when kids grow up and they decide they want to try their mama's dress on and mama walks in on them, she might think that she may not realize it's just a moment where the kid's playing a game, where the child's just looking for attention or where the child is just experimenting on what it is they might be or what it feels like to wear mama's clothes. It doesn't fucking mean they want to get their dick chopped off and their tits ripped off and then become a woman or the daughter now. Sometimes kids think of goofy shit. Sometimes kids see a lot of stuff going on in the environment and they just want to try different things out. Imagine life to be like a grocery or department store where the kid is basically going around and looking at different things and trying to figure out what fucking fits for them. And if you give the kid enough time, if you give a little boy or a little girl enough time, sooner or later, they're going to establish who the fuck they are in the world and what their meaning is. I couldn't imagine how much different Brett Keen would have been had I got one of these fucking mentally ill whores as a mother that live in the modern day who get all sensitive about everything, who if they had caught me in the bedroom putting on mama's clothes, walked in and said something to the effect of, you need to, it looks to me like you're a transgender, it looks to me like you're actually wanting to be a little girl and don't like who you are. I wonder what would it been like for a lot of these kids who had mothers and parents like this. I just, I'm curious. I'm curious what would have happened if a mother just came in and said, look, what you're doing right now is natural. It's wrong. It's not wrong. It's just you being curious. You trying to figure yourself out and just let the kid play his little game. Let the kid go through the adventure of life without pushing a bunch of politics and bullshit onto the child. You got to understand when a kid's going through a developmental process, they're confused. I was confused when I was a little boy. I was trying to understand myself and where I was going. Had I had a mother or a father who was like the parents nowadays, it's very possible they could have took me up to a doctor and had me whacked on. Had it been said that I could disobey my own parents when I felt rebellious and go get myself chopped up like the doctors nowadays are willing to do, I might have been tempted to go do all kinds of weird shit to myself, just like some kids think it's cool to go out and get earrings and tattoos and all kinds of shit done to their body when they're younger, they're going through a rebellious phase. You all know what I'm talking about out there. You all know that if you look back into your fucking closet and play around with the bones that are in there, that you're going to discover there was a lot of weird ideas and thoughts that you had whenever you were a kid. Now, there's two types of parents, ladies and gentlemen. There's the parents that say, what you're doing, son or daughter, is natural. You are curious. You're looking into shit. 
And then maybe the parent sits down with you and says, there's nothing to worry about. There's nothing. Or they just leave you alone and let you fucking be a kid. Or you could get one of these parents that live in modern day where everything's a fucking alarm going off. Everything's some kind of psychological help, selling. How do I put it? All, everything's got to be from a help guide or book on parenting kind of bullshit. Everything's got to be a big deal. It's not. A lot of you out there may not know this, but gender dysphoria is not a permanent deal. A lot of kids, 90% of children end up growing out of the developmental period. It's what's meant to happen. You become an adult. Everything in your brain starts slowing down and relaxing. And you're able to put two and two together. You're able to make fucking brain connections. You're able to put your thoughts together. And sooner or later, you establish what it is that you are. You start accepting the good about yourself and the bad. That's the way the cycle of life works. But if every time something weird happens or you have a weird fucking thought and you have some idiot right next to you, whether it's a parent or family member or friend who makes fucking mountains out of mohills, then you'll always think there's something wrong with you or that something's not right and something needs to be fixed. Something's broken. Something needs to change. Sometimes things aren't just broken. You just haven't figured out how they work. Does that make sense? I'll be doing this uh, thing with TTOR. I'll admit this is one of those videos for me that is difficult. It's not difficult for me to express myself, ladies and gentlemen, and tell you about my personal shit. But I know that when you're on the internet, there are people who are fucking ill, who like to hurt you. And they like to cut shit up, your voice and your audio, and try to make a big fucking deal out of things. A lot of people are really cruel and ignorant. And I didn't know if it was something I wanted to hear about. I didn't know if I wanted to hear about a meme with a fucking manatee wearing a dress or some shit like that. With this honesty that I'm trying to give you. So hopefully you guys got something out of it. I'd love to see some comments. I'd love for people to share their views. Have you ever had something weird happen to you when you were a kid? Were you going through anything like this when you were a child? And how do you feel about parents nowadays? Do you feel like parents are fucking nuts nowadays? Do you feel like parents take things to the extreme? Do you think that maybe some parents have become too soft and they let their kids walk all over them? I mean, where are you at on all that? I'm all over the fucking place, aren't it? I think that there's going to be a lot of children in this world nowadays that are going to grow up <clears throat> after getting all these surgeries and all this shit done to them. And the sooner or later, their brain's going to slow down. The thoughts are going to start collecting. And they're going to look at themselves in the mirror as an adult and go, what the fuck did I do to myself? What have I done? And I don't want that to happen for people. I don't want people to suffer because they had stupid thoughts when they were a kid and it catches up with them. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful day and God bless.